0: W-T-I-C. By the thing, by the boom. It's the Todd Feinberg Show. I think you need to listen to the voice of reason. We're always streaming on the Odyssey app. It's W-T-I-C News Talk 1080.
3: Thank you, Todd, and God bless
0: America. It's, it's the Todd Feinberg Show right now. Keep the change, you filthy animal.
4: Later! Later! Later, later baby is now... Lisa Marie Presley passed away. I heard this last night. Lisa Marie Presley passed away. It made me think about, uh, first, the term passed away. Why do we use that? What does passed away mean that, uh, that the other words that are more graphic uh, don't mean, you know? like Why do we use, why do we say passed away? And why did she pass away? Is that something that women do and guys are less apt to do? It's a curious thing, our relationship to these issues. 8605-229842. And how did you feel about Lisa Marie? So I I was interested because I mentioned this to Tom today. He said, oh, I f- feel bad. What a wasted life she had. I said, what do you mean, wasted life? She had four kids. Yeah, but she had no career, and she tried, couldn't get a career going, and- but uh, who knows? Maybe she was very fulfilled. Although, how fulfilled could you be if you felt like it was a good idea to marry Michael Jackson? Yep, there's the flip side of it. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I know nobody cares about Lisa Marie Presley, which is what part of why I wanted to bring it up. Just uh, we don't have to spend time on it, but I just thought it was interesting that she got a ton of attention in the news like like you know these programs that pretend to be news programs and they had her death she was a non-entity for the average person okay she's the biological daughter of Elvis but beyond that she never was in the limelight really and was never did something to impact us the other death this week Jeff Beck you remember him the guitar player is he's the one who died this week right and uh, I thought, isn't that interesting? Because nobody paid any attention to him when he was, you know, 60s, 70s, when he was making music. But he made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so they gave him a little thing on the news. Because if you can show somebody playing lead guitar, why would you not put that on the news? Because they don't want to have news on the news. <laughs> they want to have anything that gets us to turn our heads and say, oh, Jeff Beck died. Lisa Marie Presley passed away. All right, anyway, it's rant time. Yes, it's rant time. Eight six oh seven five one forty six ninety eight is the rant line number, and of course we take phone calls while we play rants if you so desire. It's as simple as that. And let's get going. Hello,
5: Todd, this is Deborah from East Hartford. I'm calling to comment on the mayor of West Hartford with her zero vision.
4: Zero vision.
5: Um which means she cannot see nothing, this big, giant goose egg. They refuse to see reality.
4: I think maybe it was vision zero. This is her new non-plan to pander to her constituents after over two weeks there were a, uh, there was a flurry of uh, traffic deaths. And she, being a modern politician, Mayor Sherry Cantor, had to create a moment to demonstrate her love and compassion for people she has no knowledge of and and has no interest in. So she's appointed a committee that will spend at least a year and maybe years figuring out how to best support a program called uh, Vision Zero, which she didn't explain what it meant except for equity and stuff like that. All these politicians now, the way they manipulate it, it's fascinating that it works. It's so dumb what they put forward, and it works.
5: The reality is the fact that they've been harassing the police department and handicapping the police department so that the police have no power, the public has no respect for the police. That's why there's a problem with people speeding and not paying attention to the law because there is no penalty
4: well hang on a sec isn't there also no law enforcement really controlling the roads so there's a little bit of uh you do whatever you want free it's a free wheeling error on the roads is it not does anybody dispute that the speeds being traveled on the roads are much higher i'm not saying i object that much but you can be over in the right lane And have people behind you, and you're going 70 miles an hour in the right lane, and people behind you are mad. You're slowing me down. Get out of the way. And if
5: a policeman actually does his duty, you can cry and complain, and the policeman will be fired. The Zero vision, big giant goose egg. They're basically admitting they don't want to see what's going on. Have a great day.
4: No, you have a great day.
5: Hey, Todd.
6: I'm just calling about the Joe Biden classified. I just listened to it this morning, and they're trying to turn it on Trump. They're saying that what Joe Biden had was very little, and what Donald Trump had was tons and tons of stuff.
4: He's talking about the documents, the classified documents, that that um, Joe Biden is, is now a certifiable secret thief from the American
7: government
6: and they're just trying to play it where they'll let Joe Biden get off and they're just gonna you know hang Donald Trump or at least try to it's not fair and the people need to speak up and if they're gonna let Joe Biden slide, they need to let Trump slide too because I'm sick of it it's all right for the Democrats to go out and either kill people and they'll cover it up but anything else you know, with the Republicans or whatever, it's not playing on the same. So I want to know what you think about it. I just think it's crazy and it needs to stop that Trump has it's, it's just all about lies. And that's the Democrats. They're, they're a bunch of liars and thieves. So let me know what you think. Thank you. I would
4: just expand your outlook a little bit and say politicians are liars. It's a lying, dirty, rotten, nasty, scummy business because there's so much power at play. And this is what the founders were up to. They were realizing how dangerous centralized power is, and that's why they designed a system that could never end up in their minds like ours. Because they imagined that if, if we got anywhere near where we are today, the people would have, would have uh, risen up. I can't say risen. It sounds religious. How do you say that past tense without saying risen? The people would rise up, they assumed, and refuse. To let America become like it is today, because it is today like a huge bureaucratic communist uh, society that just takes all of our freedom through economic means, by taking our money. And even without taxing us, they're taking our money because they spend money that doesn't exist. So anyway, Biden, what grosses me out about Biden is that the, the lying that goes on. The lying that goes on is just ridiculous, and and he's he's a pathological liar like all of them. Maybe it's not pathological. Maybe it was hard for him to figure out how to do it.
8: Hi, Todd. Well, you know, if they start uh, proceedings against Joe on impeachment, they ought to get rid of Harris first. First you get rid of Harris, and then you go after Biden, because if they go after Biden, then we're stuck with Harris. And uh, you know what? That's real— we're in real trouble. Later.
4: Well, you know, it's interesting what you're suggesting, Gladys, because that's what they did with Spiro Agnew, who was vice president under Richard Nixon. When they knew Nixon was likely to have to resign, they they went into Spiro Agnew with some old charges from uh, Maryland when he was, uh, I forget what he was, governor or lieutenant governor. And they told him, you got to quit. So he stepped down and they put, jerry ford in there and then they told then they told uh agnew he had to get out peter calling from canton hey peter turn that radio down peter and they told uh how you doing hello there peter turn that radio down please
7: i turned it off thank you sir sorry about that i have a uh copy of the declaration of independence i mean obviously it's not the real one and uh sure enough Three-quarters of the way down, Mm -hmm. it says a president can steal classified information (laughs) as long as he hides it next to a Corvette.
4: Yes. It says it right there. (laughs) And the founders anticipated all hazards. Exactly. Yeah. And they had that one in there, too.
7: They even knew there would be Corvettes 300 years later. How could there not be?
4: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Peter, thank you for the call. It's good to hear from you. Bye. 8605-229842. I love people with a sense of humor. The rant line number, we're playing rants. You can call one in if you like. 8607 514698 This is
0: WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080.
4: I have a doctor I call to make an appointment. They're too busy to take phone calls. I leave a message, and they. I say, I can't talk between 2 and 6 in the afternoon. Every time they call me now is when I'm on the air. It's like I ordered them, like I required it of them. The world is so frustrating. So we talked about the story earlier. Two men were arrested in Harwinton Yesterday, after troopers from Connecticut State, police pulled them over and found 500 gallons of stolen used cooking oil, according to allegations from police. Then there's another story in the current. New York man arrested after nearly hitting two officers, leading police on a chase through New London, Ledyard and and Groton. We got to keep these New Yorkers out of the state. Eight six zero five
9: two two nine eight four two. Well, somebody else fill in, and I guess, or maybe he's off off the air. I, I wasn't sure, but I was listening to it.
4: This about, is this is how the rant uh, began.
9: Suicide, and uh, you know the uh, controlled death, and uh, you know that's really up to the individual if they want to do it. But what really torqued me was that, and a lot of politicians, and and uh, it goes to everything. They know what's best for you. They're going to they're going to do it because they know what's best. They uh, want to keep you safe. They don't know what's best all the time, and they should keep their nose out of out of your your affairs. The government should stay out of your affairs, money, taxes, all that stuff. Anyway, that's just my opinion. It was uh, really sickening when I heard it. This woman was really she accused the the fellow that was talking of being arrogant. Now, if anybody was arrogant, it was her.
4: Anyways, that's all I have to say. Well, the um, I appreciate what you're saying about the government will should stay out of your business, but they never will. The government will never stay out of your business. They will never stop encroaching. And that has led me to believe that some sort of close-to-no-government system or no government at all is the way to go. It's called anarcho-capitalism. Anarchy actually isn't a dirty word. The media has turned it into a dirty word. Anarchy doesn't mean violence in the streets. It means having uh, systems run by the citizenry replace government. That's how I, I realize I've been studying these guys for a long time, but uh, nowhere is it, is it as bad that I know of. I'm, I don't know of any government in America that's as bad as Connecticut's. And as a result of what I've seen from Connecticut, just how vile they are, and and how heartless in the theft, the amount of theft, and the lies they tell to cover it up, I just feel like there's no a government is irredeemable. We can't exist with it. It, it isn't a question of um, it isn't a question of being a necessary evil. It's a question of it being evil. Nobody thinks evil is necessary. Nobody signs up for evil and says, oh, yeah, we got to have it. No, it's evil. Someone
8: please ask the Department of Justice why this information is just coming out now. They've had all this two months ago. Why now? Also, if Joe has... Wait a
4: sec, because they're in power, and they're liars and manipulators.
8: Also, if Joe has this in his house, plus the garage...
4: Plus the little room next to the garage now. The little room next to the garage. Where else are they going to find his secret documents? These people do not care about the secrets of the United States of America. And this is the revelation, especially for Trump fans or people who realize that Trump was getting a, you know, Trump gets uh, treated in a different way because he's so... He's so honest about what he does. He's so open about what he does that they can they can hang any narrative they want around his neck. But this is completely unfair because Donald Trump didn't invent the idea of keeping documents that were marked top secret. This is what they do. They keep them and and they have no right to them. And they lie afterwards and say, oh, I don't know how that happened. Geez, how did did classified documents end up in my little room next to the little red Corvette?
8: Why is there no record of whoever visits the House in Delaware? Why is the House not being searched by the FBI or the Department of Justice? And who is behind all the anonymous Chinese donations to the so-called think tank?
4: Imagine Joe Biden having a think tank. Now, you know that whole entity was a joke because it was called a think tank.
8: There's an awful lot of questions that the Department of Justice needs to answer. And everyone seems to be changing their story on what's going on, especially Joe. I
4: I forget if I told you this. I, I must have. But when I was a kid, I was... Uh... You know, I grew up in a liberal area. Everyone was Democrats. I didn't know there were Republicans, really. And Ted Kennedy after Chappaquiddick. So I would have been, uh, you know, a wee thing. Like I was, uh, what year was that? I was maybe nine years old or something. And I thought, I was thinking about, oh, how did this happen to Ted? You know, I viewed him as the, as the victim, Ted Kennedy. But, but after Chappaquiddick, I read a book in later years that, that Ted Kennedy had been had had did not possess a valid driver's license when the crash at Chappaquiddick took place but somehow miraculously one appeared in an envelope in the mail someone in the registry of motor vehicles had looked him up found that he didn't have a license printed one for him and sent it And I offer this as insight into how it really works when you're in a position of power. People are looking to lick the dust off of your shoes any way they can in any time they get the opportunity. And the more powerful you are, the more ridiculous the lengths they will go to to cover up for you.
8: Uh, I wonder who the blockhead is that woke up with a wet dream. And decided to leave the bars open until 4 a.m.
4: Well, it's just an idea. What
8: they should do is put an officer with a breathalyzer check uh, to make sure that those people can drink when they get in the bar at 3 or 4 a.m. Thank you.
4: Why not just let people drink whenever they want? Let business stay open. Why give government this power? Shouldn't shouldn't everybody just do whatever they feel they need to do. I don't know why anybody would want to keep a bar open all night, especially in West Hartford, but who knows? 8605229842. More rants coming up. 751 4698 is the rant line.
0: On Why Wait, you can rant right now at 860-751-4698 on the Todd Feinberg
4: Show. 860-522-9842. We're playing the rants. We're taking phone calls. Pat calling from Niantic. Hello, Pat.
10: Hi, Todd. Uh, I was just calling up to uh, find out if you were a Jeff Beck fan.
4: I like Jeff Beck. I, you know, I like songs, and I, I never really found any of his songs particularly compelling, but I loved his guitar playing.
10: Oh, okay. How about you? Well, I, oh, I, I love his guitar playing, and I just wanted... I was thinking to myself that most of his peers, you know, the great rock and roll guitarists, I think, would be the type of people that would line up to see him.
4: Yes, I think that's why maybe they put him on TV for the first time in his, his career, I think, when he died. You know, it's like, oh, this guy's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How did he get there? Well, he got there probably because, uh, you know, if you talk to Eric Clapton, he'll tell you that was one of the guys he admired.
10: Yeah, I just wish I had an opportunity to uh, see him in person. Um,
4: they showed a clip of him on the news doing some wailing guitar thing that was pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Uh, last night when I, or yesterday, whenever it was. Yeah, he, he was a great guitar player.
10: Yeah, I've been uh, listening. I've been listening to him today, and uh, it was just kind of coincidental. I went out and turned on your show right at 3 o'clock, and it was talking about Jeff Beck. Okay.
4: How about that?
10: And yeah. <laughs> anyway, I listen to your show a lot, and I mean, I don't always agree with you, but you do uh, usually back your opinion up very well.
4: What's your philosophy?
10: My philosophy on oh, po- politics. On what? Yeah. Politics? Oh, well.
4: Like I'm wondering what you disagree I've, with me about. What would cause? I have voted
10: disagree. for one Democrat in my life.
4: Well, okay, so that that was way too many. But uh, <laughs> I was young, young and foolish. All right, so you're pretty similar yeah. to me. So what do you disagree with me on? Yeah. No. Well. It, i i i've heard a few things that i've just
10: been like well i'd like to argue that one with them i think uh yeah, and I understand about the unions but they're uh I mean the unions today are nothing like when they were a necessary thing to come coming- into existence
4: the thing is when they Uh, were quote unquote necessary which you know i don't think anything undemocratic is ever really necessary but so they're an anti-democratic force because they take power and put it in the hands of a special interest where we lose control of it so it's a malicious act to create a union but they could have created unions that weren't blatantly unconstitutional like the idea that you that a closed shop exists and you have to join the union to take a job is obviously unconstitutional anti liberty and just a bad idea because it creates a special interest group that has power that belongs either in the hands of the people or in their elected representatives not in some phantom organization that exists elsewhere
10: yeah in their in their present form They are diabolical. There you go.
4: So we don't have to talk about the history. That's that's just a cover story to make them not seem so malicious. So we do agree, Pat. Yeah, we do. Thank you for that. You're good. All right. I forced Pat to agree with me. How about that? Bob's in Meriden. Hi, Bob. Hey, Todd. How's it going today? What's happening, Bob? How's it going with you is the question. Are you grooving? Are you listening to Jeff Beck? No, yeah, I'm,
3: I'm a little too young for Jeff Beck. Um, I'm actually calling
4: for you for some information. Now, you're, you you consider yourself a libertarian, right? Well, I that's a little too uh, big government oriented for me, but yes, I do. In okay. general, uh, I do.
3: Because I've always kind of pondered as to whether I am conservative or libertarian. And I'm not really sure what the difference is
4: between the two. Well, conservative is a is a, is a thing that says, oh, yes, we believe in the Constitution and small government, but we think the government should um, protect... Uh, unduly people's right to practice religion say or in other words they step into social issues and and want to fight over things that really aren't about small government but that make government bigger or republicans will say oh yeah i want to expand social security well that's not a small government position that's a that's a big government position which conservatives will take but you can't call yourself a libertarian and say you want more big government
3: no, I definitely don't want big government. Um, I'm kind of of the philosophy that I want the government to be less in my life as possible. But I also believe in the Constitution. Well, the so Constitution
4: is the is a, a libertarian document because the essence of the Constitution is saying that that you've got a right to your own choices in life and you've got a right to your own work and the benefits that work provides you and those things are based on the premise the originating premise of those beliefs is that you have a right to your own body that is if you're going to do labor that the result of that labor is yours so you can't have a government a libertarian government doesn't have taxation that is forced because that gives the government the power to, at the point of a gun, rob you blind and use the money for whatever it wants. And the founders were trying to escape that. That's what they had no with taxation King George. About yes, but that was, uh, that was too bland. Uh, it, I mean, it had a nice rhyme to it. But yeah, it the, did. the reality is they should have just said no taxation. Because, really, taxation is how they've destroyed us now. They've, they've robbed the country blind, taken away our liberty just by stealing all our money. And they can steal our money by creating unions, which are anti-constitutional things, and make commitments to the unions that force us to spend money that doesn't exist to take care of them.
3: Yeah, and I'm, I'm totally against that. So, I mean, what, what do you say? Am I a conservative or am I a libertarian? What do you
4: think? You sound pretty libertarian, but I want to get you over into a smaller government zone than libertarian. Libertarians go along with uh, some things about big government, uh, it, and it yeah. may it may be that they're um, it may be that they are afraid to say what they really believe. But if you follow it logically. They're, the only system of government that you can survive is one that recognizes how evil government is, and that if you, that every tiny little speck of power you give them, they will extrapolate through the years into a crushing, destructive burden.
3: I mean, I mean for years I, you know and, and you know I can't I don't have the ability to really debate people politically, but I just know how I feel. And I always kind of considered myself a Reagan conservative. Where he, uh, he was uh, supposedly said, it's not a good time when somebody comes at your door and says, I'm here from the government and I'm here to help.
4: Right. Yes, and so I, conservative I the, that. the trouble is uh, that, that Ronald Reagan went along with stuff with Tip O'Neill. They like to talk about him making deals with Tip O'Neill who was the um, the speaker of the house in those days and, and yeah. so Reagan was complicit I don't think he realized just how big and dangerous number was despite his rhetoric he went along with a lot of stuff that's been very destructive Rob we're getting a lot of noise from your uh, yeah well um, you know it's not really that important but um, I would urge you to just read a tiny bit about that stuff. Coming soon, I will be creating, um, you know, online sources for reading this stuff because I think everybody should be libertarian and, and more. That That's where I want things to go. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Bob, thank you so much for the call. If you want to talk further, send me an email, Todd at ToddTalk.com. James in Windsor next on WTIC. Hi, James.
7: Hey, yeah, hi. How you doing? Hey, What's you happening? know, um, remember you were talking about um the bars being open to like 4 in the morning? Yes. Why can't they have like a discount cab service to take people home in case they get alleviated?
4: That would, that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it?
7: And make it mandatory. I mean, it's not like, a, oh, no, I don't want to do it. No. You either forfeit your driver's license or forfeit your insurance, you know, even even in the event that there's an accident, and, and you're tested to be intoxicated, you should um, be forfeited your insurance to cover your injuries. Wait, who? You mean
4: the bar owner should be?
7: No, the driver, the one who's who was uh, the 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 one the one is who is responsible for driving under the influence. How about you if you had to, to uh,
4: if you were going to drink in a bar? How about yeah. if you had to check your car in and turn your keys over, and you had to pass pass a breathalyzer to get your keys back?
7: That that reminds me of the West when you had to leave your guns <laughs> when you had to leave your guns at the, at the sheriff's office. That's great. And yeah, it, that would make sense. I mean, you should surrender your keys, or um, to continue drinking, uh, you had to go to like a a breathalyzer. Yeah, and and submit that 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 recording to the bartender. And he would then either uh, accept you to get another drink or reject you. And on top of that, make it mandatory for you to be driven home. You know, I mean, it it only makes sense, you know, that you cannot get your keys, uh, but you can catch a cab. I, I think
4: what you're saying, the specifics of it don't matter so much, but the ideas matter because. What we have seen historically is that the, there hasn't been that much respect for how dangerous drunk driving is. And people driving impaired, it, it's just immensely dangerous. And there's no reason why there shouldn't be some kind of supervision that the bars pay for to, yeah. uh, to take care that the roads are safe when people are leaving after, after drinking.
7: Well, and, yeah, and... because the drunk driver is like he's the, he's the point of the sword to all kinds of tragedies. Um, especially himself and other drivers. So that point of the sword needs to be removed or, 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 like, put a cover on it. And in that case, you know, explaining this is that this, this device is like um, it's, it's a preventative measurement. I mean, you know, surrender your keys, right? And, yeah. uh it's a good idea. your registration and your license. Thank
4: you for that, James. Good to hear from you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We've got a couple of Dave's we'll talk to next, one at a time, coming up on WTIC.
0: Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC, News Talk 1080.
4: Don't forget, we've got to order up our food and restaurant program coming up during the last hour today from 5 to 6. Right now we're talking, playing rants. We've got Dave in Winstead joining us on WTIC. Hi, Dave. Hello there. I just yes, to sir, Dave. To say, what's in your mind?
2: I just wanted to say that it's, it's a shame about Jeff Beck. Um, for, for me, the, the, the four greatest rock and roll guitar players um, were, were um, uh, uh, Clapton. Uh, Jim, Jim, Clapton, Page, Beck, and uh, Jimi Hendrix.
4: Yeah, I, I and, think uh, I might go along with those four, and and you can put them whatever order you
2: want. Um, you know, it, 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 you know, and two of them are gone now, um, and and Clapton isn't playing anymore because of health conditions. Yep. Um, I I first I saw Jeff Beck in 1966 at Staples High School uh, Auditorium uh, with the Yardbirds. Wow. And uh, and and Jimmy Page was with him with the group then too. Clapton had left um wow. and you know and, yeah my first concert and uh and to top it off there was there was a, a a New England group that opened up for them called the strangers um and they had a young uh, a young i think he was 18 years old um uh steven talerico was the lead singer of of that uh, of that band he, he was really good um and then years later he changed his name to steven tyler
9: oh no kidding yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: I saw Steven Tyler, um, Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page at my first concert. You I, when I hope seven, you just seventeen years old.
4: I hope <laughs> you just stopped right there. You you were a winner right off the bat.
2: Oh well no, 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 no. I I I, I had to see more. So anyhow, it, it, it it's a real shame two out of the four are gone. Thank you very much.
4: Thank you, Dave, for the call. Good to hear from you. Eight six oh five two two nine eight four two. Well let's uh let's get some more rants in.
1: Todd, thanks for putting a spotlight on the nonsense going on in my town of West Hartford. Mayor Sherry Cantor's Vision Zero plan. Listen, when you form a task force, that's not a proactive measure, in my opinion. That's a reaction to a failure going on. Um, Do you remember the audio you played of me? Part of the Vision Zero would be enforcing traffic laws. So I sent you the audio of my exchange with Chief Vernon Riddick, when I questioned him on the decrease of motor vehicle stops Mm -hmm. associated with the police accountability bill, which was trying to minimize or eliminate black and brown males being pulled over. And I said, how can you see the driver and know if they're black and brown, if the windows are tinted?" and his reply to me was you can profile a vehicle and attach that vehicle to certain ethnicities An unbelievable remark. So again, How are they going to get around that with Vision Zero? Because they're going to need to pull over cars with tinted windows.
7: Trust me on that one.
4: Vision Zero is just a lot of corporate government bulldog.
7: I think I figured out why we're all suffering under the Biden effect. You know, when everything turns to crap at the same time. It deals with Joe Biden's uh, hiring philosophy. Of diversity without regard for any proven ability or relevant experience
4: Uh, that's his hiring philosophy I don't know I think they want people who can uh, assist in the scheme of ripping off the country robbing us blind spending every penny that they see and then trillions beyond that
10: Todd I'm sure many of your listeners uh, do not think of MAGA when they think of Connecticut but we are now officially the MAGA state Marijuana, abortion, gambling, and alcohol—what a long distance this once great state has fallen.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. The rant line number seven five one forty six ninety eight. We're gonna get a newscast. Let's check in though with Mark Christopher in the DPS Lawyers Traffic Center first, and see what's happening on this Friday afternoon commute, Mark.